Is that the only part of the song that you know? He didn't start the fire. Cause it's always burning. <laughs> I, I meant other than the chorus. I meant like of the part that nobody knows any of the words to. Yeah. That's All right. It. Okay. All right. Hello, everybody. We are back at it. It is the Toy Lads Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Dorsey. With me, as always, is my buddy, my friend, and my pal, Kevin O'Connor. Kevin, how are you doing this week? Doing well. That's great to hear. Hope everybody out there is doing well also. Thank you for downloading our podcast this week. We appreciate it so much. If you enjoy the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and on Spotify. Hit us up on uh, email and Instagram. I forget what these things are, what our website is. Kevin, do you remember what any of them are? Listeners at threadlads.com. There you go. Hit that up, and that's where you can find us. Other than wherever you can download podcasts, of course. Um, so I guess we haven't talked in a couple weeks or like a week or so. Uh, I hope you're doing well, Kevin. hope your baby's doing well. Um, although Thank I you. heard that it, she may have been sick, so but we can get into that a little bit. Um, did you have a good Halloween? I guess that was like the most recent holiday that just passed us. Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. I had to work late that night. It uh, sounded like a no, basically. It was good. I mean, it was cool. We were supposed to go to my cousin's house. I ended up having to work late, so we, we couldn't go to that. Um, but we did get a bunch of trick-or-treaters. Um, which we didn't last year. And I don't know if that was just because of still like COVID ish times or something. Cause I know like, like a, a whole pack of kids didn't move into the neighborhood, like in the uh-huh. past year. Right. So that was, that was pretty cool. Um, we literally That's were like dope. opening the door to, I forget, like to check something. And there was like a kid standing there and the intern <laughs> was like, Oh, hi. <laughs> That's it was funny though because these kids, we would tell them like we had this giant. We got we always buy candy just in case, and uh-huh. we had like a giant thing from Costco, and like we clearly weren't going to get through it. And we were just like, take as much as you want, like take as. And these kids would take out like two pieces, and I'm like, oh my god! Really? Like, if if back in the day, if if an adult told me to take as much uh-huh. as I want, I would have just paul like paul the, kid, the kids these days they just don't know how to be as selfish as we were back in the day um i would have definitely have... if you if you get the okay to take as much as you want i mean obviously you don't want to be that person that's like i mean like taking everything there are kids yeah. that are like that that don't give a shit and will definitely shovel several handfuls in i'm definitely grabbing a big handful though if yeah somebody's saying take whatever you want I, I messed up because afterwards I was like, I should have just been like doing it myself and throwing it into their bags, like heaps of it. But <laughs> yeah, just forcing them to take yeah. it. Because you, well, you don't want to have it? that candy around to just be snacking on for weeks on end. Which is what's happened. We still have a <laughs> bunch of mini candies. Well, how was your, th- how was your Halloween? I almost said Thanksgiving. How was your Halloween? Not Thanksgiving yet, but our Halloween was pretty chill. Um, it was obvious, obviously a Monday, and we had a wedding that weekend. Um, which was awesome for one of my best friends that I grew up with. It was a dope fall wedding out in kind of country, just perfect fall foliage and all that good stuff. Good time had by all generally. So that was really cool, but didn't really do much for Halloween. I got some sort of 
beard and uh, wig thing from Party City for my company's Halloween thing on Friday that I dressed up as kind of just an old wise man of, of sorts. But uh, Monday, we didn't nice. like we don't get any trick or treaters around here. I don't know what it was like when you lived around here. No, you, you used to we didn't get across any. the street. Yeah, we didn't get any. So I didn't even get candy. I didn't even have to like think about it. Just never crossed my mind. Just chilled and watched what I watched. Um, Child's Play 2, the the uh, second Chucky movie. Oh, nice. Um, my girlfriend had never seen that before, and she was the, not scared. But the second one, or yeah, we watched one. the second one for for some reason on Peacock. They don't have the first one, but they have the next <laughs> the like one. three. <laughs> whatever she, she started the with one. the second one. She started with the second one. I, I mean, feel like I, I feel like I remember Child's Play two being better than the first one. Anyway, it wasn't bad. It, it wasn't good. Like it wasn't scary. At all, the effects didn't age that well. It's kind of absurd that a children's doll can just like physically dominate people in ways that don't make sense. But it's entertaining. It's an entertaining movie, that's for sure. It still holds up in that regard. That movie gave me real bad nightmares as a kid because I saw that way too young. Yeah, I can definitely see if I had seen that when I was a child being terrified. Um of dolls. I mean, I'm kind of terrified of dolls in general just now. The whole aesthetic of certain, especially like old school dolls and stuff that are just sitting there. Um, yeah. Those are kind of creepy in general, but seeing that as a kid could not have done well for your psyche. We did the imagine. same thing, though. We ha- we wanted to watch some old school movies, and the intern had never seen Scream. So we mm. started like blasting through all the screams. Uh, nice. But like we were half we were like we had like 20 minutes left to scream three and it got taken off of peacock also uh, or no uh, uh of um paramount plus oh shit so then you know it's like a whole th- and then you don't want to keep watching so maybe next year we'll finish because i never saw scream four or the new scream that came out so i mean like what are you really like as long as you see the first and i guess the second one you get the gist of the whole yeah, thing for sure. i think i i don't remember if i saw three or not that's how memorable I guess it was. But I mean, the first one's great. The first yeah. one really was really iconic of that 90s slasher kind of vibe that was big at the time was was most, I guess, scary movies of that era, really. Like we don't really have slasher films anymore. Yeah, that's um, true. Although it's I guess, so... yeah, just like scary movies and like what they try to do nowadays are totally different than what was going on back then. Back then it was just like, like it wasn't that convoluted. There wasn't a ton to figure out. It's just like, you know, some some high school kids having sex and getting killed. And that's like basically like, yeah, <laughs> well, I, Scream is so like meta or like self-aware too. So it's like making fun of the genre at the same time. And it was uh-huh. so nineties. It was fun to watch. It was actually, I hadn't seen that movie yeah. in so long. Should have watched. See, like we talked about this, I think on this podcast, like how it's weird. What is a Halloween and what is scary movies? And it, it, it appears around Halloween that really any scary movie is a Halloween movie, but then there are specific Halloween movies. Um, yeah. I because, guess like I, we, we watched, um the chucky movie and that really wasn't halloween but right. i mean it fit into the the whole vibe well that's where i am now because like i'm in the mood to watch some holiday movies but there's really only like one thanksgiving movie too oh like, my god 
There's none. There's no yeah. good. There's no good anything for Thanksgiving. I don't understand why there. And maybe planes, it's because planes, trains, and automobiles is a phenomenal Thanksgiving movie. That, but that's thought, the only one. Yeah, and it's real sad at the end. Yeah. Um, no, it's happy. Well, kind well, of. It's a bummer. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, it's sad. It's, <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's it's. I won't it's, ruin yeah. it for any people that haven't yeah. seen it. One, it maybe one. I mean, it's generally a good movie. Um, but there, there's some sad points to the end of it. And I kind of like, now that you're saying it, cause I haven't seen that movie in years, kind of thought it was a Christmas movie. Oh no. Yeah. He's racing home to get Thanksgiving. Yeah. I thought it was Christmas. I mean, no. I guess I haven't seen that movie in a while. Yeah. It's on Peacock. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch it, I guess this month, but like there's a dearth. There's a dearth, Kevin. Of, yeah. It's a, it's a huge dearth. A, a Thanksgiving entertainment of Thanksgiving excitement. Like you get, and maybe there there needs to be some sort of lull between Halloween, between Christmas, because I mean Halloween is just fun. There's a lot of decorating, planning, partying that goes along with that. Christmas, the same sort of thing, even more planning, decorating, partying, and everything. Thanksgiving really, I guess it just it just doesn't it doesn't bring out that like kind of fun. It's it's a it's a holiday that's solid and like you enjoy it but it's not like like super fun i wouldn't say one would it think like there would, i would think there'd be a lot of things now there are a lot we what we discuss oh correction also planes trains and automobiles is on paramount plus not peacock but <laughs> just, use of, just watch you gotta use just watch for any but, of these movies and uh actually imdb recently stole just watch so on the app it'll tell you where stuff is screaming or streaming but we did find out that there are this doesn't really count though, but there are a ton of Thanksgiving Hallmark movies. Now, that doesn't what, count. Doesn't <laughs> count. Does it not count at all? Whether or not you want to subject yourself the, <laughs> bullshit out and like it really doesn't even it's li- it's just Christmas movies that they're setting during Thanksgiving. It's one type of movie. There's not that much difference to it. It's some girl going back to her hometown. There's some yeah. guy. It, like stuff ensues it's every single movie that does not count as entertainment we recently discovered that uh i guess on peacock like or i guess they own hallmark or something or have a but they have like every hallmark movie on peacock uh-huh. and they had like it was it was all that same movie like this one was called like the pumpkin pie contest or something and it's like <laughs> the the you know the banker woman returns home for her to her like small town for yeah it, that's pumpkin every, and meets some dude that she never <laughs> hallmark movie and there's more christmas ones I, I, obviously there's thanksgiving ones it's because they, they know there's there's that the people are already in the mood for christmas there's already commercials you go to target like the there's got all the christmas stuff up you go to walk like everything's christmas now like yeah. we don't even pretend to hold off christmas anymore till after thanksgiving there's none of that no. no, we got Black Friday deals every Friday the entire month of yep. like November. Like Starbucks it, already has the Christmas blend out. We found yeah. out, which I mean, it, that's just kind of Thanksgiving's fault for not kind of staking its claim that for people to get into because there's plenty to get that's into. True. Like especially though, looking at it, and me and my girlfriend, we like to watch a lot of cooking shows and stuff. Oh, yeah, but there's there's a ton of Halloween cooking shows. There's a ton, like m- more baking, I guess, more like dessert oriented and stuff and crafting, I guess, for Halloween. But like ton of cooking 
uh, Christmas shows, but there's none for Thanksgiving, even though that's like the biggest cooking holiday. Yeah, that's true. But there's like but, maybe one or two cooking shows and they all suck. They all like suck compared to the Halloween or Christmas. No one cooks anything like good. And I say like good, but like Thanksgiving is all like very the same. I feel like. Yeah, and I was actually like, I had this written down that I wanted to ask you, like, how do you feel about kind of experimentation on Thanksgiving? Because Obviously, every family has their different traditions and different people make different things different ways. But sometimes you can get a little bit outside of the box. Like you're basically like you're making mashed potatoes, you're making green beans, you're making sweet potatoes. There's kind of different variations on it, but they're all like fairly similar. But you could like go really outside of the box with like green beans or with stuffing or with cranberry sauce. But I don't know. I feel like people would be mixed on that at Thanksgiving because people want what they know. I I like the experimentation, but I also want the classics. Like yeah. if there's only going to be one of something, then I don't want the experimentation. You know what right. I mean? But if there's like three different, well, like the perfect example is like there's always like four people that make, or it seems like there's always like four people that all make the like um, yams with the marshmallows on top. Experiment uh-huh. away because there's going to be a normal one in there or whatever. Exactly. Uh, yeah. That type of deal. Or stuff I, I don't care about. Like, I like green bean casserole. That's cool. But if someone's going to do something with carrots, like, whatever. Yeah. Right. Experiment with the carrots. I, and we've I definitely know. talked about this before. Green bean casserole, definitely like a white thing. I did not grow up having green bean casserole. Oh, yeah. And I just found out that green bean casserole, it was basically just, it was invented in the 50s by some yeah, but the can. person that, that worked at Campbell's just to sell more soup, basically. So they like invented green bean casserole. Just uh, apparently Dorcas Riley was the person um, just trying to boost. Dorcas? Dorcas. Dorcas? D-O-R-C-A-S. Dorcas That's Riley. That's right. But he invented it for the Campbell's Soup Company just to sell soup. Like, because you use whatever cream of whatever in there. I don't know. Yeah, I've had it a couple times in a couple different variations by a couple different people. Never been my favorite. It's one, on the green bean casserole. It's one of those things where, like, I don't... Uh, it's hard to explain. It's like, I don't necessarily want it, but I, I want it there almost. You're, like, you're I like, used to it. Yeah, that could be it. I like My sister always makes it. I always enjoy it, putting some on the, on the thing. <laughs> God, I love Thanksgiving. So last year we actually decided because people always bring side. People always want to bring desserts. Like there's normally like ten thousand desserts, but like last year yeah. my family did a really good job of everyone. Um, more people instead of bringing like a side, more people brought appetizers. Mm. So we had like huge appetizer spreads before Thanksgiving, which was sweet. Like my one cousin basically made like a charcuterie type thing. It, you know, not really charcuterie, but like meat and cheese tray. Uh-huh. And then I made buffalo chicken dip. And so we were, I, you're, you're I got patented buffalo chicken dip. I got even more stuff. See, the thing is, though, it's key this year. Is I didn't realize it last year because now we have a lot more like little kids in my family. Got to do like serving dishes or separate trays or stuff because I usually just do one big thing of buffalo chicken dip. But those kids, you know, they're like dripping back into the thing. And it's disgusting. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Yeah. So you've really got to <laughs> you know, keep an eye out on that. The kids, yeah. You, you, you got to just make the kids their own thing. Nobody yeah. Give them a little bowl or whatever.
so I am tasked. Well, not tasked. I actually put the task on myself because my mom always makes like everything on Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. And she she doesn't really like to cook. Like it's not like her passion. She like makes it because you know it's Thanksgiving and family's coming over and everything. But we've had a few incidents. Basically, I'm taking over a couple dishes this year. I'm definitely oh, making the mashed potatoes, but I'm just going to do the classic mashed potatoes. But I do feel how you feel about the dishes at Thanksgiving. I want the basics all like standard. And then if you're going to do like a variation, have that like along with everything else. So right, like you right. have the standard mashed potatoes and then you can do like an experimental potato dish. I, I, I like both there. I'll try both. But I, I want at least the mashed potatoes there. I don't want the experimentation in place of the mashed potatoes or yeah. for any of the other like main dishes. Oh, my cousins last year did it. I think they deep fried the turkey or they did something with the turkey. And it was, I hope we do that again oh, because yeah. it was delicious. No, easily the best, the best Thanksgiving turkeys my family's had have been the ones that are like that Cajun deep fried, oh. just rubbed down with the seasoning and it's got the crisp edges and it's moist all the way through. You don't get that shitty ass dry breast. <laughs> That's yeah, just, that you have to like soak. Just, yeah, gravy just or soak and gravy and <laughs> just all the other moisture coming from all the other stuff on the plate. Um, God, but I like my dad last year, and I, I mean, I've been telling him to do this for years. I don't know if he finally listened to me or he, if he finally just decided on his own. But he started to like brine the turkey, and nice. brining the turkey creates it, it's it's way better than just getting that standard turkey and basting it down, which is what they were doing for a while. And it's just it just is going to be the driest, unexciting bird imaginable. At least with like the long time brining, all that salt and like just juiciness is getting soaked up by the bird and stays locked in there as you bake it. So yeah, that's I, been that's been a good move. I learned about brining when I was trying to get like to my chicken to be more interesting when I was just like eating a bunch of chicken, and it really oh, is yeah. it's it, it's significant the difference it makes. Yeah, I I I'm thinking about also like doing just a dope ass pie. I kind of just want to experiment with a pie. Tell me which one of these you think sounds the best. Should I do a maple cream pie with like this blueberries and fresh whipped cream on top, like a blueberries mm. kind of like syrupy sort of thing? Should I do a spiced pumpkin cheesecake? Oh, should I do a sweet potato pie, but a variation on a sweet potato pie? Try to make it a little bit more holiday and do an eggnog sweet potato pie. Or should I do like a custard pie? See, I'm a big fan of blueberries and also custard pie. I do like I do like sweet potato pie, too. I feel like that's already holiday either, but yeah. that's because I only eat it around this time of the year. I'm not big on cheesecake, so that one is not appealing to me, but I love blueberries. That fresh one sounded good, and I do love a good custard. So. Okay, custard pie and maple cream pie with blueberries. Those are yeah. Those that are maple good. cream pie sounds good. Yeah, that, it, yeah, it seems good. I haven't had it, but it looks dope, and I might make that. So uh, the the intern's birthday was over the weekend, and I we we prefer pie over cake generally oh, yeah. in this household. Oh, yeah. uh, so I got her a birthday pie, and I was really upset because the pie place by our house, our favorite pie. They're like it's like a little 
like pie shop. So they like rotate, you know, it's a good thing because it's like one of those things where you like it because stuff's not just like mass produced or whatever. But uh-huh. they the downside is they do rotate the stuff they make, you know, throughout the year or whatever. Right. So, of course, like the one week that I was going to get our favorite pie for her birthday, they weren't making it because they changed to their seasonal um, salted peanut butter pie or whatever. Uh-huh. Which I got, but I forgot how amazing it was because it's essentially like a giant Reese cup yeah. of graham cracker crust. I remember, you t- I remember you talking about this pie when we went down to visit Atlanta. We were down there last year and we were going to go to the pie place. I don't think we made it to the pie place. I don't know if it was open I don't think not. we did either. Or whatever. But yeah. I remember you specifically talking about this Reese's like, style pie. It's so good. There's two. There's one. The, the peanut butter cream pie is like our favorite. That's the one I was going for. And then this salted peanut butter pie is one they do around Thanksgiving time, apparently, each year, and if, which I think we had two years ago. I don't know if we had it last year. I can't remember. But either way, it's amazing. I love pie. Pie is the best. Pie is can't fantastic. Can't go wrong with pie. There's always room for pie in my book. Oh, yeah. And I, I just love it. I, I I just love pie. I love the crust. I love the, oh. the insides. I love a good meringue, a little whipped cream, anything. And he's sort of fine. The one thing is, so this place, uh, it's called Pie Bar uh, in Marietta, in Georgia, <laughs> where near where we live. Phenomenal pies. They did, however, Good do. Shout out. Are you getting an ad read out? If I was rich, I would put a stake in this in this business. <laughs> I would, I, I would want to be involved and just have pie every day. We liked. It. I, like I love that place because you can buy a pie by the slice. So some, you know, usually we go out. We go over there and they sell coffee and espresso. So you can like go and buy it, get a slice of pie and a coffee and just sit outside and eat pie. I mean, what could be better than that? You nothing. Know I mean? Nothing. Like, it's just nothing. And then so uh, but they did have a so strawberry shortcake is my favorite cake if I were to have cake uh-huh. like because it's light. It's light. It's not super. I'm not big on like frosting. Right. Typically. But they did like a strawberry shortcake pie, which wasn't. If I if it was good, but it wasn't. It's not what you were looking my for. My cup of Well, I mean, strawberry when, shortcake when you, needs the shortcake. Need the it, shortcake. Did, it has like pie crust. Uh, yeah, exactly. If, when you want yeah. a strawberry shortcake, you don't want a pie. It, it's simple enough. They're two. I appreciated the effort, but it didn't hit for me. Yeah. Anyway, I got off <laughs> pie topic. So at least you tried. I'm glad that you tried, Kevin. Um, yeah. yeah. Speaking of like Reese's sort of things, I did just get at the store yesterday and it's apparently a christmas version i'm a sucker for anything reese's so there's like a brand new like one of those big cup reese's but it's peanut peanut brittle so it's like peanut brittle flavored peanut butter with peanuts in it and all the outside instead of chocolate it's peanut butter (laughs) and i'm I'm all in on this some sort of peanut butter lovers or whatever is it the reese's reese's big cup peanut brittle yeah that's the, there's like full peanuts in it's it. It's full peanuts with peanut <laughs> with peanut brittle uh, peanut butter inside and peanut butter exterior. Oh my god! It's just a peanut butter explosion. Which, oh yeah, it is a peanut butter exterior. <laughs> I want all of it. I don't know if I have it. I, I usually love. I haven't tried it yet, but I usually love Reese's. I don't know if the, I'll like well, I'm a sucker for Reese's, and I'm kind of a sucker. It's also it was Christmas themed, and I, I kind of a sucker. In getting into trying to get Christmas stuff a little bit earlier, maybe this year, I had to prevent yeah. myself from buying Christmas lights at the Target literally yesterday. And I only did that because I was about to just like buy a bunch of lights because they're only like $10 a box. 
But then I was like, I need to reassess what I have at home because I don't quite remember. And I've gotten myself in trouble a couple of times. But, you know, by just impulse buying. But I'm like kind of ready to get into like I I, like I don't want to start Christmas yet, but I see the value in a lot of people like starting to get ready for Christmas now before, you know, there's always the last minute rush and then everything after Thanksgiving, it's like impossible to find fucking anything for Christmas right now is the sweet spot where like everything's out. I should just like, you know, be responsible, get my lights now, get a good selection. I'll have to elbow people out the way and shit. It's funny you bring that up because I used to be one of those like sticklers that was like, I will not even look at a Christmas decoration until, and I say used to be, I like pretty much have always been like, like until the day after Thanksgiving, like I will not, but this year, I don't know what it is. Like I'm so ready to like, like I'm starting early, like probably next week. Uh I think it's a little too early right now. That I decided next week I'm going to start allowing myself to watch Christmas movies, probably. Oh, wow. And, uh, See, I, I'm still going to hold off on the movies and music until, I think, after Thanksgiving. Oh, that's why. I, music, I, I can't. Yeah, music will definitely yeah, be post-Thanksgiving. post-Thanksgiving. Sure. Movies, I still I, I have to wait till post-Thanksgiving um, as well. That's why I wish there was some like good Thanksgiving movies. Because I want to be in a holiday spirit and like, stuff that I watch helps me get into said holiday spirit. I watch scary stuff around Halloween. It helps me get in the holiday spirit. Yeah. I watch Christmas stuff around Christmas. helps me get in the holiday spirit. I want to watch Thanksgiving things give me in the Thanksgiving spirit. I have nothing to watch. My only respite is Hallmark movies. I, we, I just discovered recently uh, Home Goods. You recently discovered I, Home Goods? I may have purchased a bunch of Christmas decorations from Home Goods. You... Oh, because it's amazing. You sound like every um, 30 to 50-year-old white woman I work with. (laughs) Also great for cooking stuff. I got a bunch of rubber spatulas there for like two bucks. Oh, yeah. Like nice long ones Mm -hmm. that I'm going to use. I've got a bunch of cookie cutters. Um, Yeah, I have a sharper image uh, cheese grater that I got from there. That's very good quality. Uh nice yeah nice nice. no i love home goods it's one of those places also that like i i really i never i never need to go into home goods like i never like oh i have to go to home goods to get something i'm always going to home goods because like i could like look around and possibly get shit and i always end up getting something it's a place that's like near my work so it's kind of like how i was with the DSW shoes where if mm, I'm very yeah. bored, I'll just go in there, walk around, see like what's happening. It's great for all of like cooking stuff and, and like bed and bath kind of things. But it's one of those places that you'll spend more money than you need to. You'll uh, a million things will catch your eye when you're in there. Cause that you're like, Oh, I could definitely use this. Oh, and this, and that, and it, it's, it's dangerous. It's a dangerous spot. I bought two like cookie dishes or like, you know, like table, like coffee table, like Dish. platters. Oh yeah, and a and a cookie jar, and I don't have anywhere to put these things. Like, are you even going to be, like? <laughs> do, do you make cookies like that? Oh well, we are this year because of Remy, so we're gonna be making a bunch of cookies. We have to, <laughs> what do you mean because of Remy? You're you're well, your your less than one year old isn't going to be smashing all of these cookies. What are you talking? No, about? No, we got to do. It's more about the like. It's the uh, we have to, we do all these kind of like uh, sensory type things. So you know, like. <laughs> 
like touching the dough. Oh, Plus, okay. I want to eat the cookies. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, the I cookies. love the justification <laughs> on like pinning you guys making a bunch of cookies on your on your nine month old. I really am excited for her to be around for uh, for Christmas, though. I think it's it's gonna be cool. I already bought her a Christmas dress that I'm very excited to put that, her that's in. That's pretty cool. She's like a little. She looks like a little elf. Are you gonna do some so sort, it's just kind of funny. some sort of photo Christmas photo shoot with Santa this year? Are you gonna try to it, get her with Santa? It's funny you said that because we were literally just in my like family group uh, message last night talking about that where uh, the intern was telling my dad because my dad dressed up as the Easter bunny randomly this year and, and like shocked us all because <laughs> one it's just <laughs> what, what do you mean randomly like he well, just it's just out of character did he yes, tell you he beforehand just, or he just appeared no in a, in a... he just like came down like the Easter bunny walked down the steps <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was it was great it was very out of character though no, so we we're all kind of that, shocked that's, but that's 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 great as a grandparent hilariously random yeah and then but we were saying how he should do uh he should dress up as santa this year because you know yeah i i, I know it was like true but i don't want to you know i don't want to put her on some like random kid touchers laugh from the mall you know what i mean like, <laughs> that uh, is such like has there really been stories of any santas being kid touchers where, where are you even getting that from I just don't know who the person is that wants to do that job. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I've watched Bad Santa way too many times. So like, well, then you should know it's a person that wants a check. That's the person. Well, that's true. That does that job? I mean, I guess, I guess there's certain people that generally get joy out of you know being Santa. I would hope so. There, there are there are good legitimate good people, people out there. that do just like spreading joy at the holidays. I mean, Mister Rogers was a person. yeah. But I prefer if it was my dad, you know. No, I I get that. That's cool. So you want to basically dress your dad up as as Santa to take the pictures, is what you're saying? Yes. They're like, because yes. you would have. Plus, to, then feel, you don't have to go to a mall. That's true. You don't have to go to a mall. But I and I feel uh, like I feel like it's one of those things though, like that mall, like mall. It seems like a last resort sort of thing. I feel like a lot of parents are getting that like pre-scheduled photo sort of situation going on. I don't know. I I don't have a kid. Out. Pre-scheduled with well, like, like photo. I, I just feel in. like around Christmas, like a lot of things. I see a ton of ba- like photo shoots for babies around holidays, in all sorts of situations, just online or anything like that. So I didn't know if you know would have to be setting up some sort of photo with Santa or something, or if you were just going to slum it out to the mall and wait in an hour and a half line. We're doing classic style, but minus the mall. We gotta get, <laughs> so God, I gotta so get my dad. To, I gotta get my dad to get the suit. And what do you I mean by classic? Like, like with a like throne you, you and a bunch put, of presents and Christmas tree and everything. Yeah, like you put your kid on a stranger's lap and take uh-huh. a picture, and then like that, that's that. Oh. But we're not doing the stranger part. Hopefully, yeah. God damn. Are you gonna get a throne a sort of thing? Because at the mall they got that throne. That's true. They have that chair. And they got elf the presents. You gotta dress up as a, as an elf, clearly. That could be good. I could I could do that. Yeah. I, I like could dress that. up too. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Everybody like y'all should dress up as elves. Your dad's the Santa. I mean, there's other like, you know, kids in the family and everything. Everybody goes over, you know, has a has a uh some sort of Christmas with Santa shoot. You could turn it into God, a you turn it into a brunch. I can't wait. We're cuz we're we'll be in Maryland for Christmas this year. And uh you know, last year was great too because we came back for a week, 
and it was great. We got to do thread miss and stuff, but like we still, I mean, the intern was pregnant, so we had to be extra careful too. And there was like the Omega Cron outbreak too. So like we spent like most of our trip to Maryland that week, like what we like inside watching Yellowstone. Yeah. Like we had to cancel a bunch of our plans because uh-huh. like people kept dropping like flies. So yeah, it was, so I, I, I remember this year, specifically that, that that Christmas surge last year. Yeah, because that's when I definitely caught it. Yeah, that I mean that sucks. Well, like it sucks. Christmas. So hopefully this year it'll be like you know we'll be able to do stuff and it'll be good. So no, nice. I hope you're looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it as well. I, yeah, I'm ready to get Christmas kind of started. I, I told you, man. Thanksgiving's like you were saying how you like Thanksgiving so much. Thanksgiving's kind of. I love Thanksgiving. I mean, it's cool. No, I love, it's kind of why. I like Thanksgiving. I like you know. I just like the. You know, I honestly might like it mostly because it's like the the bridge, like it's like a the jump holiday to Christmas. Like it, it's the holiday that kicks it off to me, really. Yeah, it kicks it off, but it, there's no build up to it. And that's what I, that's what I like. There's build up to Halloween. There's build up to Christmas, and like you get more excited as it kind of comes along. There's not really that build up. I'm not saying I'm saying that there's an opportunity here. Clearly. I think there should be more around Thanksgiving building up mm-hmm. to it. I just don't think that there is. I guess because there's not as much stuff to sell around it. That's probably what it is, other than food. It probably is. Like, it's not a material holiday, so there's no gifts, yeah. there's no costumes, there's no, like, it, it's just your basic food and stuff. And that's probably why there's not all this shit, like, around it. It all comes back to money, I guess. I guess I just fuck myself. frost a couple weeks ago but then this weekend it was in the high 70s close to 80 and sunny and then now we're back down to cold i just know i'm going to get sick i've been fighting off colds i can feel my body fighting off colds as it's been and everybody's gonna get sick everybody's sick should probably get my flu shot but you were talking about how your baby was also sick recently um what what happened yeah, so there was an outbreak of hand, foot, and mouth disease at daycare, which I uh, didn't really the know. Dreaded hand, foot, and mouth. I've heard that. That's one of those. That's one of those baby sicknesses. That's like the only baby sickness I think I know of. Didn't she have another yeah. baby sickness before? Yes, she had. So she's had. Uh, she had COVID. Then she had RSV. RSV. Uh, that was the other one which i had like never heard of until you mentioned it and then i think i've seen several commercials about it since then so maybe it's either one of those things i never paid attention to or maybe there's more awareness about it i don't know i don't know i never heard of it either and i didn't realize how serious it was it's funny because ever since once she got covid i was like oh my god like we you know we all had covid and it sucked and then like it's every time she gets sick it's progressively worse 
and it's just like it's crazy like i i mean it's they've all been bad in their own ways but yeah there was an and i had never i had never really even heard of hand foot mouth disease i mean i had heard of it but uh i didn't know about it i had heard of it i don't know what it is either it sounds terrible just the name of it hand foot and mouth it's like all over so luckily she had so yeah there's an outbreak in daycare which is where everything always out breaks you know yeah um luckily she had a mild like a relatively mild case but last friday we picked her up from daycare and um I, I took the day off work last Friday as my grandfather was in the hospital. I went to go see him and everything's good now. Um, but uh, so I took the day off and then I got back home and I went with the intern to go pick up uh, Remy from daycare. And they're like, she is not feeling well. And I was like, oh boy. So she was just kind of like, like, like uh, just laying there the whole night, just like not herself, like wasn't energetic or anything. And she went to bed early. And the next day, so Saturday, last Saturday, um, on the intern's birthday, she had like 102, 103 degree fever like all day. Jeez. Like giving her like mo- like Tylenol and like baths to like, and like keep an ice on her to like keep the fever down and stuff. Uh-huh. And then on Sunday, she, like the fever was gone. Um, but that's when the like sores started popping up. Oh no, the sores. <laughs> she had like blister, she had like a blister on her finger. And like if you Google it online, you'll see people like completely covered in red yeah, on their like hands and feet and stuff. Hands, feet, Luck- and mouth. And mouth. That's the thing. She was just screaming. It was before the blister popped up on her hands. Uh-huh. She was just screaming, and I'm like, what is happening? Like, why are you this un like literally like agonizing? And she, when she was like screaming up and her mouth was open, you could see all the blisters like in her mouth. Oh, and I'd imagine it's just like having like um, like 10 canker sores in your mouth at one oh, time. No. And it just was fucking horrible because we basically didn't sleep for like five nights because she was just in constant like pain. Because, you know, mouth pain already hurts. And then you yeah, get all the blisters. It's, it's miserable and just like you can't stop thinking about it. I can't even imagine for a baby that doesn't know what the hell's going on. It's just yeah. Everything hurts. So we would give her like tile because and then we, you know, the doctor is like you call the doctor and they're basically like there's not they there's nothing they can give you. There's nothing you can do. You just have to like ride it out, basically. So we're like, yeah. great. So we're just like, maybe maybe that a- commercial was about doing research about like, a yeah. I don't know. There needs to be more treatment. So like, you know, she would just wake up. She would literally just like she only wanted to be held, and she would sleep for like thirty minutes, and then just wake up screaming because she was in pain. So uh-huh. it was rough. And then she couldn't go back to daycare, obviously, because she was. Like you're not allowed to go back to daycare until the sores crust over, which is Ew. also disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> so it was uh it was interesting. But it kind of like, sounds it, like one of those things that because it like if it affected older people that were actually like doctors and stuff, they'd probably have some sort of just more that you could do about yeah. it. But since it's yeah. they're like, well, the baby's not gonna die. And it's a baby. Yeah. They're gonna forget about it. They're just like, well, just write it out. Just write it. It's out. it's funny because all these things that like we we think we're like, oh, like like RSV or 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 uh, hand foot mouth, and then we'll talk to other people like friends or whoever that have kids, and they're like, oh yeah, we had that, and it sucked. It fucking sucks for like a week. And like uh, one of uh, the intern's friends, her kid had it, 
and she had it so bad that their like fingernails peeled off and stuff like that's how bad it can get apparently oh, my God. oh i know that's so i was like oh terrifying. my God. yeah and then another our other friend uh is she doing son- all right now is remy doing okay oh yeah she's good now um she was good like yesterday was her first day like fully back to normal and then like today she was fully fully normal so she she didn't have it yeah she didn't have it near as bad as like some people get it thankfully wow but it's a virus like anything else because i was reading like immediately i go to reddit to see what other people are saying and people are like oh yeah my kid had it like twice this year or whatever so i'm like great you know Mm -hmm. so who knows but anyway that sucks but being sick sucks it, being sick does suck. I, my mom keeps reminding me I, I need to get my flu shot. I should probably get my flu shot. Yeah, uh, I missed. They bring a nurse to our office, and I missed them this week because Remy was home. They like, couldn't go back to daycare, so uh-huh. I'm gonna have to yeah. go to like CVS or something. Yeah, I mean they can handle it. It's, I guess it's just real convenient if you have somebody coming to your office. To yeah, do. plus it's like ten bucks if you go to CVS or whatever. Is it? I think. I have no idea. I thought the and you got to wait in line. Insurance. I don't know. Oh, it might be. Yeah. Plus, you got to wait in line. Then you pharmacies lines are terrible. Yeah. Even if there's like one person in front of you, it's at least a forty minute wait. It's god awful. No, that's true. I, I luckily like just don't have to go to the pharmacy that often, so it's very rarely that I I have to experience that. But it's always miserable and always there's never enough people working back there. Like, and maybe maybe you have a staffing shortage. I don't know. I feel um, bad for them because it's always the huffers in line that are the worst that are just like huffing and like, what is going yeah. on? It's like, you know what's going on. It's fucking taking forever. Yeah, just like it's like this down. is not your like, first fucking time at the pharmacy. Yeah. It's always like this. It's like yeah. this every fucking time. Like, you're, you're, it's like you're making it worse for everybody yeah. by acting this way. I mean, these are those people like there are some people that and I, I maybe it's more it leads to more personal things. But there just are some people that they are not themselves or i don't know not right unless they are like pissed off at something that's not going their way like there's just certain people that are like that all the time i don't know yeah that's that's true that's true i see that everywhere i I feel like i see it a lot driving nowadays oh yeah people just just are are insufferable people are the worst man i I just can't get over that is true um (laughs) um no i'm glad that Remy is feeling better. Are you guys about to get hit by a, a, a tropical storm or anything down there? How's that going? Yeah, I've Man. been. I feel like every other week there there's some natural disaster about to hit you since you've you've moved down to Atlanta. It's gotten better. I keep I've been having like the Weather Channel thing open the entire time. It's gotten better. It's now a wind advisory, um, until seven p.m. tomorrow. It's saying wind gusts up to 40 miles an hour. Mm. Um, but the thunderstorms that we were supposed to get have been pushed off until tomorrow, it looks like. So it's just rain. Well, that's good. But it looks like it's going to rain for like two days. Uh-huh. Well, speaking, well, I'm glad that it's not a, th- a hurricane. Florida got rocked by the last hurricane, but I think Ian uh that it was but I, you were talking about how you possibly have a florida man story it's been quite a while since we've we've done a floor i used to do the it germany or florida whether uh it, it's just a weird new story that kevin had to guess whether or not it was out of germany or florida because they're 
they produce some of the weirdest news headlines that you will see. But everybody knows about Florida Man. You were saying that you have a Florida Man story, though, that you recently saw. Yes, uh, Florida Man was foiled by the TSA trying to get a gun through security by hiding it in a raw chicken. Huh. Well, that's one way to do it. I mean, <laughs> that's super, like, that's just stupid. That's just so stupid. Like, what if you're going to, I mean, it's stupid to try to sneak on a gun to an airplane in any any fashion. But you couldn't make, like, a, a raw chicken is one of the more kind of distinctive things that raw chicken should be on the it. banned list no one yeah. should be able to bring a raw chicken onto raw the... meat of any of any kind should be allowed onto uh, an airplane that's you... raw chicken's gro- i was gonna say it's gross like have you ever been like cutting like chicken fat or like chicken scraps uh-huh and you put it in the the trash can and you like forget to take it out that night you wake up it smells foul no like no it is, it's terrible it's, it's rotting horrible. it's rotting meat it's yeah. not meant to sit out at room temperature i mean but like who who's going through like that's gotta be one of the first uh raw chickens that those agents those tsa people have seen come through why would you think that they wouldn't like like you don't think that it can go through x-rays like through a chicken like i like <laughs> yes. I, I just like i'm puzzled as to why they thought that a raw chicken of all things of all things it's gonna catch more attention than anything else it's the most make... <laughs> attention is gonna get than anything you just bring a raw chicken for any well, reason first have a chicken airport. in their backpack everybody's gonna be like what the fuck's up with this person everybody <laughs> keep an eye on this person this person's up to no good you're bringing a raw like, chicken on the airport like, look at this there's a chicken in this guy's bag i bet you there's a gun yeah. in it what would you do <laughs> if somebody got like i mean you know, i guess you couldn't really do anything but if somebody sat next to you on an airplane and had a raw whole chicken and just sat next to you didn't say anything didn't explain what was going on I would be upset, but that leads me to another question, actually, which is uh, a question. How do you feel about bringing outside food onto the airplane? Because I'm always self-conscious about this, like the smell of it. Because, you know, once you get once you're in that tube, that smell permeates. Like, you know, when someone's eating like. No, I I try not to bring um, like it, it depends on like what the food is. Obviously, I'll bring on chips. Or some yeah, some sort of you know crackers and crackers and meat and cheese or something on there. Anything that's not gonna like you know create a big fuss. But I'm not gonna go to uh, fucking Popeyes or something and yeah. get like a, a two piece with the biscuit and fries and then get on a plane and eat that on the plane. It's disrespectful. It's we have no regu- regulations on these plates. People will act ridiculous, and I hate the people that bring in. They're just fucking fresh f- fried food onto this tube that we're going to be sitting in for the next three hours. It's, it's an asshole move. I get it in certain situations. I know yeah. people are traveling a lot. You need to get food in where you can get some food in. I totally understand it, but I still hate those people. I know. Me too. It's t- it's a tough situation because I get it too. Like people are hungry and you never like know if they've. this is like their ninth connecting flight and they needed food. But it's like because I don't usually most of my... The, pretty much the majority of the flights I take are from Maryland 
to or like between Maryland and Georgia. So it's a very short flight. So I don't really need, you know, I eat before or after or whatever. Yeah. But um, but like I, I mean, I think usually I'm this I'm the same way that I think like you know cold sandwich is good, you know something like that where you know it's not going to stink up the whole plane. Yeah. Because like the fried food, you can when you smell someone like opening that box, it smells good for like two seconds, but then it becomes that like stale, recycled, yeah, like hot food smell. And, it's funny because when worse. I when I flew to Seattle on the way to Seattle, the person next to me like pulled out a styrofoam like a styrofoam container. So right away, I'm thinking like, fuck, there's probably uh-huh. onions in there, you know? Yeah. And then Raw. they were like, they ate it super fast, and I was like, oh, like they they're one of the people also that's like me, where like they're hungry but they know that this is a thing so yeah, they're just they're like self-conscious like i don't want to yeah. be that I, I don't want to be that person on an airplane i guess maybe i'm more self-conscious than other people i don't want to be the person that everybody's like oh this asshole who just brought in this giant bag of chipotle and just like whipping it out like I don't yeah know. it just depends like if you're gonna pull out a bag meal and like you're making like a whole like experience for yourself yeah. that like pisses me off <laughs> I remember there was this video that was posted online. I believe it was a Spirit Airline flight. Luckily, you weren't on this Spirit Airline flight, but it was like a couple and they they just had like crab legs and shit. Oh my God. (laughs) They were like just cracking open on the flight. And I'm like, get the fuck. Like, (laughs) that would be pissed. (laughs) That's grounds for like landing early and kicking these people off the floor. Oh my god. Yeah, it's seafood. You can't have seafood on the plane like <laughs> right. that. Like some boiled like <laughs> seafood boil. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it's crazy though. Like they don't really Do you remember back in the day? Like I was talking I know I saw old now, but like I remember like I getting on the plane and Delta handing you like the little bag lunch and it would have like a little sandwich in it. I mean, this was back no. in the day. This was like way back in the day cuz this was when like my this is before 9-11, so it was like you uh-huh. could go all the way to the gate. Yeah. I just remember feeling like it was less crowded back then, but maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I, I can't speak to that. I don't really remember a ton of my flights before 9-11. Like, I remember, or certain flights, but I don't really remember the whole getting through security and terminal stuff as much. But I don't remember getting a bagged lunch. I remember peanuts. Peanuts were the best, were the, like the, the jam. And I used to love the peanuts. I used to switch them. Before we go, we have to give people our recommendations. The recommendations are when me and Kevin just give y'all something we are really into at the time. Uh, could be anything. Movies, TVs, books. Anything we find interesting. Uh, Kevin, what is your recommendation for the people this week? So my recommendation, well, first, I have like a, I have a, like, uh, uh, it's like a half and half. I'm going to piggyback on an old recommendation just because of how okay. phenomenal this a is. Throwback. 
Star Wars Andor on Disney Plus may be one of not only the best, it's definitely the best Star Wars show that there uh-huh. is. It's just a phenomenal show in general. You wouldn't even know. I, I said this previously. You wouldn't yeah. even really know it's a Star Wars show. Are you just going to say the same thing that you did on your Star Wars it, Andor uh, recommendation before? So I have to say this because last night's episode was so freaking good that like it's it just blows my mind. Like it, it, it it's such a quality show. It's a political it's like a political thriller. So it's not yeah. like it's not necessarily like what you would think. Like it's not action. It's not like mm-hmm. action packed. Yeah. Or I've heard it's, it's I've not, heard um, that. it Yeah. How good. Oh, my God. So that's just the aside. It's so good. I don't want to hype it up too much, even though I probably just did. You just give did it a your shot. Second recommendation on it, so I don't, I don't see how you can hype it up anymore. Really, I think it's just because I love Star Wars, and I think it it kind of touches on everything I've always wanted from Star Wars, yeah. and that is not not like there's no lightsabers and Jedi and stuff. They've it's really kinda, just like they've been kind of in a lull too with some of the Star Wars content. Not gonna lie. Well, it's funny because I was I was like burnt out from like content, and so I I was putting off watching Andor, and the only reason I watched it was because I was flying to Seattle. And I was like, yeah, I'm on the five hour flight and I'll pop an episode on. I ended up binging all the ep- Well, I, there was only a couple episodes on it at that time because uh-huh. it's week to week, which is a whole other thing. I can't decide if I like the week to week. Sometimes I like the week to week. Sometimes I don't. I, I like you the week to week. I like the week to week. And it, it, it's beneficial. Like, I, well, I, I'll let you continue. But. Well, I will say this. I, and I, I also agree, though. It is nice because it builds up the suspense and it makes me appreciate it more. I will say this. It's the first show probably since Game of Thrones, where I legitimately check how like the time while I'm watching it to see how much time is left because I don't want it to end. Like that's how much I <laughs> You used like, to do that with Game of Thrones? Oh yeah. When there was like a good episode, I don't know I'd be like, oh damn, how much time is left? And oh, then if no. you see it be like, oh damn it, like 45 see, minutes. I, have, like, already. I, I never I, I did I had like kind of an opposite reaction because I get so riled up from Game of Thrones that I'd be like, oh I need this episode to end. So oh, like my interesting. heartbeat can go the fuck down because I'm getting like all just anticipation or on edge. And I'm just like, and it's Sunday night at like 10 o'clock. And I'm like, I need to like settle down. That's interesting. It, I had it like might a... have partially to do with when it came on because it was like the only show or definitely the last show for me where I had to watch it like when it came out at the time yeah. that it was coming out. So it was always Sunday night at like nine o'clock. And yep. So I think you know you're the wrapping up your 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 weekend, trying to get in the right mind space for for Monday. But then that show would specifically rile me up a little bit. No, yeah, I agree. I mean, that's Game of Thrones was definitely the last show where I I felt that way, where I had to watch it at that moment. I mean, I, I probably will never feel like it. This is probably the closest I felt to that feeling since that feeling. I, I might have to check it out after this. Check it out. Give it a give it a you know, give it the first episode. It's just great because like I was like I was saying, it's just not it's more of like the average person living in the Star Wars universe and not someone who has like magical powers, you know. Yeah. And it's like it just shows you how horrible the Empire was. Right. Especially if you're just like common folk. Like it is so like one of there was one episode I think it was two weeks ago that was just straight up depressing. I was like, oh, this Jeez. is crazy. I need to I need to carve out some time to uh 
to watch it. I got to watch it before before Thanksgiving too, because after Thanksgiving, I feel like I'm going to lean more into the Christmas stuff. So that's yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, but that's cool. So was that your only recommendation? You said you had a half and half, but then you just went five minutes on uh on Andor, which you've already done a recommendation on. Yeah. No, that wasn't going to be my that wasn't going to be my main recommendation. Uh, my main recommendation this week was just uh, and you know what? I'm going to keep that as my recommendation. Wow. I'm going to double up on it. Doubling up and or. Well, if you want another clearly. recommendation, uh, I'm reading a good star. I'm actually, well, I'm reading uh, two books right now, but I'm reading a Star Wars book. It's also <laughs> called <great>. Andor. <laughs> no. Uh, if they made a novelization for Andor, I would definitely read it, though. Uh, so Star Wars, if we're going to stick on Star Wars topic, I'll just be brief about this. <laughs> really okay. So I wasn't totally sold. I was one of those people that I, I've been reading Star Wars books for forever since I was a kid. Um, but back when Disney bought Star Wars back in like, I think it was like 20, was 2014 or something. It's a very contentious time because when Disney bought Star Wars, uh, the IP or, or, you know, the the brand or whatever, they made all of those books and comics and everything, everything except for the prequel trilogy. So episodes one, two, and three and the original trilogy trilogy and the Clone Wars uh, animated show. Uh-huh. Those were the only things they kept as canon and everything else became out the window. Um, wow. So everything else became is now it's called the, the expanded universe. It's called Star Wars Legends. So it's no longer like real. And they pretty much kept. Uh, so everyone was I was upset by that. I was like this like Disney's going to fuck it up, whatever. And the sequel trilogy really wasn't that good. So it was yeah. very, you know, nervous but then like the mandalorian came out later on and stuff like that but they've been kind of taking picking some of like the best parts from the expanded universe or some of the good parts that i liked anyway and bringing some of the stuff back Uh um and i'm reading through the the thrawn trilogy right now um who's grand admiral anyway it's good it's good if you need a good uh if you need like a good random fiction book to read check out the thrawn trilogy (laughs) a good random fiction book choose this hyper specific uh, like, like but Disney, I was totally wrong though. Disney's doing, I think, in my opinion, doing a really great job uh, with with the uh, the stories and stuff. Because I really love all the new the the canon books and stuff like that. Except for Obi Wan Kenobi, man. I, I will say, seeing now, I think I liked, and I'll be done with Star Wars now. I promise. I've been I, just I'm really. Not, hyped I'm not going to promise that I'm keeping all of this. In. You should probably I'm keep all this. The Obi Wan show I liked because it was like obi-wan and star wars and stuff but like seeing andor really made me realize how much they cheaped out on that show like they they kind of fucked you and mcgregor on that show like it, it kind <laughs> well, of sucked think, compared I to think andor. you and mcgregor was only doing it for money anyway i don't think he had a big passion for it he's years ago he came out shitting on like star wars and the whole well, culture around it and everything and then like well like, the culture like, horrible. hasn't had any like work and needed a check and then he's like back on the star wars bandwagon trying to get it on this like extended universe that disney's creating because he just sees how much all these other people are making i did read that um they filmed it during the pandemic also which was probably affected some of the stuff but yeah the, <laughs> the culture is horrible but the culture for everything is horrible like that like the extreme fan like especially comic book type stuff yeah and i know well, star wars not it's the term fan you know short for fanatic which is yeah like, it's like they they bully that reason first you kid. can call somebody a fan and it doesn't seem that bad but if you call them a fanatic you know how bad it is but it's one in the same 
they bullied that kid, the first kid who played Anakin so bad. He's got like, he's in like a mental institution uh-huh. if he was. You know, looking back on, <laughs> what? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Are you sure? Are we sure that it was because of the bullying from Star Wars that he ended up in a mental institution? Yeah, he he, he was. I just like, don't want to be. I don't want to be putting out reckless claims as such. I didn't know if he might have other is, like issues separate from just how shitty the episode one was. Uh, but, yeah, no, he they were extremely cruel to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he like retired from acting. He ended up in a mental institution. I honestly, yeah. He was not. He, it was messed up what they did because you don't remember. George people Lucas's don't remember. Fault. Anakin would have been a better character as like a twelve or thirteen year old, and I think the whole episode one would have been better had Anakin. It would make more sense and would tie together better if Anakin was like twelve or thirteen, because like the it, whole relationship with Padma would have been better. The whole like you know fixing up a the 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 racer the speed racer and everything would kind of make a little bit more sense like he's so young and that initial that initial uh like episode one that i feel like it kind of takes away from what the story could have been Mm, i don't know i have several disagreements with you on those things but i will say i was i was getting into I wasn't getting into it but I was explaining to someone on Reddit about this cuz you can see the younger generation like we're talk about how good the prequel trilogy is and there's a lot of love for it now and but is I was there? like didn't I realize that Oh yeah people love it now but it's like I was that's what I was explaining to the person I was like when these movies came out people would just shit on except for the uh episode 3 I was like people shit on the first two movies like relentlessly and especially with like Jar Jar Banks and all that stuff and I feel like the, the first one is 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 objectively bad partially for the yeah. reasons that uh, i think anakin's story could have been better i also think just the focus of the story could have been better like if you want to make a political sort of thing then focus on that but they were kind of like trying to split time between the anakin storyline and then the the political side of everything that well, i just don't think the whole story just didn't cohesively mesh well yeah then all the jar jar big shit like well it's hard they're unnecessary character yeah they're it's hard because they were trying to fit in a lot because they're trying to fit in like palpatine's rise to being the emperor plus also anakin's kind of fall yeah and then why all that stuff so like so the, you the, you like anakin being like seven years old in that well, I think you have to show his his full story, and like he was already too old to join the Jedi at his age. So if he's any older, they definitely wouldn't have even considered it. So like, I, just it's tough. I, I feel like the Padma love story doesn't play well. Like it doesn't really. It, well, it's it shows harder to his, believe. What that he falls in love with? But just like the whole like age Senator. difference, it's just it just doesn't like read. It just it's weird. It's a different it time. Doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It, it, what, what different, different times? Time. What's a different time? <laughs> when the movie was made? Because that still Isn't was it? weird when the movie was made. And <laughs> like No, yeah, it it's well, I mean, I don't know. It's it's the Clone Wars. If you watch the Clone Wars animated show, it's it makes the original movies better because they fill in the gaps with everything. So you're like, oh, okay. Because they had so much more time to explain things. Mm-hmm. 
So, but that's why people like it now. I'm like, when these movies came out, people didn't like these at all, except they liked uh, Attack of the Clones because it was actiony, and then they liked, and the third one was actually pretty good, Revenge of the Sith. But you know, it's 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 tough. It's, yeah, it's a weird thing. I I rewatched all of them. I think the last time I rewatched all of them was a couple of years ago when I had the flu. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, all right. But yeah, it's, 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 we need to get away from this. Star, Star Wars needs to like branch off. That's why I like that they're doing Andor. And even that's a little bit too close uh-huh. to the original trilogy. They, they have the new book series of the High Republic, which is like uh-huh. set. Anyway, we can be done with this. Well, but. I feel like there's a certain element of it though. I feel, and it's it's definitely happened with Marvel, but I feel like there's an oversaturate, like they're hundred percent. They're, they're on the line of oversaturation, where yeah. it's starting to mean less. Like it, when Star Wars, even when the initial trilogy or like the 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 sequel trilogy came out, there's still like a kind of anticipation around each movie and like this build up and like then talking about it waning and like everything. Where now it's just like so much being released, constant back to back, and then I just feel like there's so much of it that it's less. It feels less special. The things, even if they are good, like no, you're everything. You're 100 right because it's like it's what happened to me at least with Marvel, where I like I stopped enjoying them and I felt like I was constantly having to catch up with like what was next. Yeah, and I was like, uh. So, yeah, I, I tried to go through like the Marvel movies when I was sick uh, at one point, and I made it through like I, I was going through. I made it through uh, Infinity War and shit, and then I got better. And I tried to kind of keep up, and I'm just like, how do, how do I have time for all this shit? Like, I'm like, I still have I, yeah. like, I still have like a dozen movies to watch before I I'm like, I'm just, like this is ridiculous. That's exactly what happened. I did the same thing when I got sick. I like, watch, I, and then I watched them all the way up to Wakanda Vision, and I watched that too, which was good. Uh-huh. Or not Wakanda Vision, jeez, Wanda oh, Vision. Uh, I just because I saw that commercial That's for the a fucking spinoff, uh, right there. And then, yeah, but then I was watching the Captain and the Falcon Soldier or whatever, and I'm like, this fucking sucks. Like, I can't keep up with all this. Like, I don't have time for yeah. this. Uh, Black Widow wasn't good. Like, th- th- that's like the thing. Like, so many of them just aren't even good movies but they have to like have their own individual movie to kind of just build this like story and show the like plot of each individual character but I'm like oh, yeah this is just a lot of like just i, I just don't care. churning I just out don't stuff care, like about any of them see that's why i liked andor because it was so refreshing like it's so different than everything else so i was like this is you know it's, it's funny because i still contend to this day that rogue one is the best star wars movie out of all of them and this yeah. is, and this is like Cassian. Cassian Andor is one of the main characters in Rogue One, and this is his like backstory. So, right. but it's the same director that did. That's I think it's the I've same heard. writer and director, and yeah. that's why this one is so good because it has a lot of those vibes and feels and everything. Yeah. Well, I really enjoyed that. Uh, that recommendation from you kevin maybe one day i'll release the extended cut of that because i'm 100 not keeping all of that discussion the snyder and cut there's a lot of, really... a lot of nerdy star wars discussion happening there but um my recommendation for people this week also something to watch a very different vibe um but it's on amazon prime me and my girlfriend discovered this a couple weeks ago um and do you ever watch that show like top gear um, oh, I loved Top Gear. I, like I was, the, the, the British I, I watched, version of Top Gear. Yeah, absolutely. First of all, there's only one version. Of Top well, Gear. I guess. I mean, I, I'm not 
a anglophile or anglophile like yourself kevin so oh my god yeah i love i love top, i even i tried to give the the new american top gear one with zach uh or not, what's his name uh not zach, i don't know uh, i didn't watch the the american top gear one it sucked out. those people weren't charismatic it's, it's the new the new the what's that guy the guy with the podcast the, i've listened to his podcast what the fuck the guy from punked why can i not remember zach um the fuck I don't know uh, what you're talking about. It's not a big deal. It doesn't matter. I, this has nothing to do with Top Gear, other than um, uh, Dak, Dak Shepard. Dak okay. Shepard does. He like, was not. Was he in Punked? Yeah, he was the like the guy, the like who did all I of. Ashton Ashton. Kutcher was the guy. No, Ashton Kutcher was like the main guy, but Dax did all the um like the he was always the guy that like went up to try to punk like he was like the uh, hidden guy like the actor. That's how Dax Shepard got famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, it was all right. But yeah, the, the original Top Gear is amazing. Oh, my God. I I loved the original Top Gear. Um, so uh, me and my girlfriend discovered the show. And it's on Amazon Prime. It's called Clarkson's Farm. It's with Jeremy Clarkson. And he has a oh. farm out in the Cotswolds. That oh. he, like, he bought a farm outside of like London in England. And then he decides to basically run the farm. And it's like eight episodes i think in the first season when they each like go into a different part of the farm like he gets sheep and then he's like setting up his farm store and all of the stuff but it's just it's hilarious jeremy clarkson's just a little hilarious guy and this show is done awesomely it taught me a lot about what it's kind of like to be on a farm in, in a lot of ways it goes fairly in depth to a lot of it as far as like machinery used to plant crops and how they decide what to plant and all sorts of different things and keeping the sheep and how annoying that is and everything. But it's just a really good show. It's definitely a kind of a feel good show. Um, but uh, we, me and my girlfriend thought it was very entertaining. Her parents came to visit. We watched a few episodes of the show. They loved it as well. It's just a solid show. So I, I would say watch Clarkson farm. If you're looking for just something to feel good, maybe learn a thing or two, but uh, you'll have a lot of laughs watching it for sure. So that's I, yeah, I'd never heard of that. I'm definitely gonna check that out. Yeah, I had never really heard of it either, and because I'd never really used Amazon Video on my TV ever, um, but then finally hooked Amazon Video to my TV basically to watch NFL. But mm-hmm. then I was going through just the different original shows that they had, and this was one of them. And I just like bookmarked it and then went back to watch it and fell in love with it. I think the new season of it's coming out like somewhere between January and March of next year. So, oh, nice. I'll yeah. catch up. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember they moved when the whole like controversy with Top Gear happened. They moved, I think that's they were like one of the first big shows on Prime, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, I think I forget the name of that so. car show. I never watched that. I think I watched oh, a few the Grand episodes. Tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that'll do it for us this week on the Thread Lads podcast. It's been another fun week. Talk to you, Kev, and talk to all y'all out there. If you enjoyed it, please tell your families, friends, loved ones about this podcast. We really appreciate it. Um, yeah, good times. Kevin, do you have anything to say to the people out there? Check out Andor for the third time. Check out Andor, says Kevin, who's absolutely not at all being paid by Disney to say that. So thank you for Kevin O'Connor. I'm Justin Dorsey. This 
has been the Red Lads Podcast. Dun, dun, dun.